Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Today, guys, I've got 10 simple tips to help you stop drinking alcohol. And these tips, they're going to be simple to use, they're going to be easy to use, and they're actually going to be applicable. Literally, every single one of these tips is going to either help you build a new worldview, where you see alcohol for what it is, or you're literally going to be able to apply it right here, right now. So this video is going to blow you away. You will love it. And it's literally the accumulation of 10 years of experience as a drinker, combined with three years of experience as a non-drinker. And what I do is I help people stop drinking alcohol in the Sober Clear program. If you see the people on the screen now, here's just a handful of the members and we're getting awesome results. And I just wanna boil it down into 10 tips for you. I want you to watch this video and by the end of it, you're either gonna have an action plan or you're gonna have a shift in the way that you see alcohol. You're gonna be like, oh, like I get it now. It will make sense as we get into the video. The first tip and where it all starts is in how you view alcohol. Because the world that we live in sees it as a good thing, right? That's not a shock horror. You know this, I've told you this a million times. You've probably heard other people say this before, but we live in a world that sees alcohol as a good thing, right? So we need to actually break that down and reframe it. We need to reframe the way that we view alcohol. Because the world that we live in and the perception of alcohol that other people have, it doesn't really serve us. If we wanna stop drinking, we need to change the way that we view it first. That is the foundation of everything. My whole channel, my whole program, anybody that's stopping drinking through watching the free YouTube videos, all of us, right? It all starts with knowing alcohol does nothing for us because that's, you know, we need that worldview to live in a world that sees alcohol as a good thing. We need to be able to rise above most people and most people's perceptions of alcohol and say, that's not true. And I'm not saying that you need to start hammering that and, and falling out with people and arguing with people. You just need to know in your internal world that alcohol does nothing for you, that it's ethanol, that it's a poison, that it's an addictive drug, and it is not helping you in any way. And the people that drink it, you just, you know, you're not going to exactly criticize them and hurt them and be nasty, but you see alcohol for what it is. So you don't put it in your body. And then when you see other people drinking it, you're able to just separate yourself from it and see it for what it is and just kind of say, that's not for me. And even if they turn around and say, go on, Leon, just have one. Why don't you just cut that? You know, I just have one or two and I'm fine. And if people start saying this to you, you're able to kind of say, okay, like that's cool, but no thanks. So this is where it all starts. And the way that you can do this is, yeah, there's like 200 videos on my YouTube channel that you can watch. There are books out there that you can that you can read. There are courses, there are programs, there's the Sober Clear program, but this is the foundation of everything. Now, the next tip that I've got for you is gonna be slightly controversial because there are people that have watched these videos that I know that you go to AA, you might call yourself an alcoholic, you give yourself up to God and you don't drink and you may have been on that journey for many years. So if that's you, Click the timestamp in the description, skip this point, go to tip number three. But if you've tried to call yourself an alcoholic before and it didn't work for you, or if, you, if you're not happy calling yourself an alcoholic, then don't do it. Now, I tried going to AA for about 100 days and I did call myself an alcoholic and I didn't drink for 100 days. I gave myself up to God. I tried to do the step work. I went to meetings. I did all of that stuff. And there was basically a time where I went to AA for like 100 days and then I stopped and then I went back to a meeting. And I remember I went to this meeting 
and, uh, and, 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 and uh, it got to the halfway point and I think there was a break. And I just remember saying like, what the hell am I doing here? So I left and a guy like kind of came outside and I've shared this before, but he came outside and he's like, and he swore at me. He's like, if you fucking go back out there, it's game over. He's basically what he was saying. And I was like, dude, leave me the hell alone. And I left. And I was basically made to believe that I've got a disease. And if you've got a disease, there's no known cure for this disease. So I will live the rest of my life as an alcoholic. The drug was never the problem. The conditioning was never the problem, right? The, uh, the society that we live in, seeing alcohol as a good thing was never the problem. I was the problem. And there is no known cure for my problem except to go to meetings and give myself up to God. Now, I was not prepared to do that. And basically, I figured out that there was nothing wrong with me because when I removed the drug, right? When I removed the drug, everything got better. My life got better. My health got better. I didn't need to go to meetings. It's been three years. Things are still getting better and better every single day. I don't need to give myself this label. And also, if we break it down even further, it's the only drug on the planet where you're the problem if you consume too much of it, right? Any other drug out there, you're not the problem. Only with alcohol do you get this label. And that just doesn't really make sense to me. I don't believe in calling myself an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. I never was an alcoholic. I had a drinking problem. I got rid of the drinking problem by removing the drug, by understanding it for what it was, and life went well. But then again, at the same time, you know, there are people that do go this path. They go through a 12-step program and they get great results. I'm not denying that. But for me, no thanks. Not going there. I'm not powerless and you're not powerless either. You're a powerful person. You've got a lot going for you. You don't need to give yourself this label. That's tip number two. Now into the third one. Now the third tip that I've got for you is not to use willpower. Because if we think about what willpower actually is, it's using will, right? It's exerting will. It's using force to resist something or to do something that we don't really want to do. Like for example, you know, you need a lot of willpower to go to the gym. That requires willpower, right? You need willpower to get new customers in a business, right? These things take willpower. And there's probably a big list of things that you've done in your life that have required a lot of willpower. That might have been going to university, that might have been having children, that might have been embarking on a new exercise regime. Whatever it was, there are things that you will have done in your life that have required willpower. And naturally, you're probably strong-willed. Like I know that I've got a lot of willpower for the right thing. So what we do is we think that, okay, great. I want to stop drinking, then I'll just do it. The same way that I just go to the gym, I just do it. The same way that we do anything difficult, we just do it. We think that that's the way that we can stop drinking. Now, the problem with this is that when we see alcohol as a good thing, as a beneficial thing, that's what we've got to do. We need to use willpower. We need to just go boom and like, like smash through it and just do it. But then... This can work, right? This can be incredibly effective. We can use willpower and we can stop. There are people that have probably stopped for multiple years sheerly through willpower. Now, in my experience, when I use willpower, sometimes it would last a week, sometimes a month. It once lasted nine months, right? Willpower can work. But what about the days when willpower is low, right? There are days where we don't feel like doing things. There are days where there are lots of social pressures or there, there's a day that we feel very stressed or or there's days where we feel very anxious. There are days where willpower is lower. So when we still see alcohol as a good thing, if we've not reframed the way that we view it, it makes sense for us to use willpower because that's just what we do. We're just going to do it. We're just going to resist. But when we see it for what it is, it removes the need to use willpower. Because if you saw a bunch of people that were taking a drug like you know, heroin or something like that, or smoking something like crack cocaine, you saw them doing a very hard class A drug, you would not need to use willpower to not get involved in that activity, right? You'd just kind of be like, whoa, like what the hell is going on? And you'd leave the situation. You'd just be like, no thanks. 
But sadly, the world that we live in is we go to a bar, we see people having a good time, we see people cheersing and, and laughing and joking. We don't see them the same way, but it is the same. But anyway, it all starts with building that paradigm first, right? When you see it for what it is, you don't need to use willpower. Which leads me to tip number four, and it's to not attempt to cut down or moderate. Now, I've had it before where people are interested in joining the Sober Clear program, and they say, you know, oh, you know, I'd just love to go back to having like one or two drinks a week or whatever, which is, you know, a fair point. Now, then at the same time, I sometimes ask them, you know, well, let's say your son or your daughter has had a, a drinking problem, and they've called somebody and they want to solve this problem. And, um, you know, they, 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 they've had a really severe problem where they've been drinking daily for, for five, 10 years, you know, the bad things have started happening in their life, they want to change. And then they turn around and said, you know, all I want to be able to do is have one or two drinks. If that was like a loved one, you'd be worried, you'd be thinking, damn, like this kid's going to just go back and get back to square one. And what really happens is, is basically, people that want to cut down or moderate, they still see alcohol as a good thing, number one, they've not built that worldview where they see it for what it is, number two. And the third thing is that they're still afraid to give it up. They're still afraid to say that I don't need this in my life anymore. And that's the one thing that is really stopping them. It's just their fear. It's the fear that life won't be the same without the drink. And life won't be the same without the drink. They're damn right. It will not be the same. But it's not going to be the same in a, in a worse way. It's going to be 10 times better because your health starts coming back. Your confidence starts coming back. Your courage starts coming back. Your relationships start improving. You start making more money. You start feeling happier. You start just everything gets better. But this idea that somehow you will be worse off if you don't ever drink it again is false. But at the end of the day, that is the world that we live in because everybody sees it as a good thing. And that is why I'm going to say it again. Reframing the way you view it is step one. It's the most important thing. Which leads me to tip number five, and it's to not use alcohol-free drinks. Now, I want to give you a bit of a strange example. Let's say tomorrow, everybody started drinking bleach, right? And what everybody did is they have like this, this small amount of bleach in their drinks. So they have a 5% bleach, a 20% bleach. They've got a bleach with grapes in it. They've got bleach made from potatoes. And that's what people start doing tomorrow. Firstly, you'd look at these people like they are crazy because you know that that's poisonous. That's going to screw them. But what they say to you is this is diluted. You know, this isn't, this isn't bad. You know, this is a delicacy. This is, this is, this one's made in this special barrel and this one's been aged for 15 years. And you'd look at them like they've lost their mind because you know what bleach is. You see bleach for what it is. And you'd think that it's just ludicrous. Now, what would you say to the person that sees all these people and they're like, dude, you guys are crazy. Like, what the hell are you doing? And then you get a drink, you, put, you, you, you get your drink and it says bleach free <laughs> and you drink the drink. Man, like you'd just be like, what the hell am I buying into here? Now, when you see alcohol for what it is, it's kind of similar. Now, that was a bit of a, a silly example because we know that that's ridiculous, right? We just know that straight away. But with alcohol, we don't know that because we are conditioned to not know that, right? We're, we're bought into the illusion that alcohol is normal. So for us to sit there with an alcohol-free drink, it's kind of normal. But it's at the same time, like all you're doing is prolonging the illusion that it's normal. And, and this is what can happen is, you know, you could be with a group of friends, everybody's having a beer. Let's say I'm with five friends, right? And all five friends are having a beer. And I say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an alcohol-free beer, right? I've never drank an alcohol-free beer. I never will. But what I'm basically saying to myself is that I'm the abnormal one, right? These people are normal. They're all drinking. And somehow I'm the odd one out. I'm the one missing out here. But I'm not, right? What, what, they're the ones that are missing out. They are the ones that don't have the freedom that I've got, the, the happiness that I've got. 
they have to drink to feel relaxed, to have, feel like they're having a good time. I feel like that all the time. So by buying the alcohol-free drink, I'm basically saying that what they're doing is normal, but it's not normal. What I'm doing is normal by not drinking. So I don't recommend alcohol-free drinks. I just, I would never touch one. I'm not saying that you can't have, you know, an interesting drink in a glass that's like tonic water and all of these different flavors. That's cool. I'm just not into the idea of, you know, and even some mocktails are pretty cool as well because it's like fruity, sometimes they're healthy, but I'm just not into this idea of like having like an alcohol-free beer, alcohol-free wine, like alcohol-free spirits. It's just crazy. So I don't recommend this. Which leads me to the sixth tip. And the sixth tip that I've got for you guys is to commit. It's to go all in. Because if we think what most people do when they stop drinking is they try, they attempt to stop drinking. They say that I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna stop for 30 days. I'm gonna stop for a couple of weeks. And really, once you've got into the state of mind where you see alcohol for what it is, you go all in, right? That's what we do in the Sober Clear program. We build the paradigm. There's a video course that helps people build this paradigm. And then once they get to the end of the course, boom, it's all in. Because then it just becomes easy. Because once you've made the decision, the clear, unequivocal decision to go all in, to commit, it's like, okay, I'm done with that. Like, that is a thing of the past now. And when you see it as something in the past, you're not trying to not drink. It's just like, okay, here's the cutoff point. I'm a non-drinker. I'm done. I'm moving on with my life. And I know that so many of you guys have had a similar experience that watch these videos and you still watch these videos because they help you on your journey. But I know that so many of you have already done this and you're feeling good because it just feels so good when you make the decision to not drink and put it behind you rather than saying, I'm going to try, I'm going to fight, I'm going to resist. Life just becomes so much easier. Which leads me to the seventh tip that I've got for you and it's to get some skin in the game. And what I mean by this is what often people do is they'll stop drinking and they don't change anything about themselves. They just stop and they, you know, let's, let's, just, let's just give you like an example. So imagine there's an individual, he's not drank for three years. He's changed nothing about him. He's got the same job, the same relationship. He's not gone to the gym. He's just the exact, the exact same person that he was when he stopped drinking, he changed nothing. And now he's three years down the line and he's used willpower. He's tried to stop drinking. And now he goes to an event, everyone's drinking. And he's like, ah, do you know what? Who cares? Doesn't make much difference anyway. Then think on the other side of the equation. You've got somebody that's not drank for three years. They've been crushing it at work. They're, or they're retired and they're, you know, they're doing awesome things in their retirement. They're spending more time with family. They're, they're working on their health. They've lost weight. You know, like Todd, for example, in the Soap Eclair program, lost 30 pounds. Dana has like had record months in her business. Uh, Ramona's starting a coaching business. Imagine these people, right? These people are moving forward every day. They've got skin in the game. They're building things. They're making their life better every single day. So when this person is now three years into the future and they go to an event or something bad happens, maybe a member of the, you know, member of the family dies, something bad happens, they've got so much to lose. They've got all of these amazing progress that they've made over the past three years. And the thought of drinking, it's just going to cause so much more pain than the individual that changes nothing. So when I say you want to get skin in the game, I mean that you want to get busy building things. You want to get busy making things better and making it and really building a life that you don't want to escape from. Building something that you can look back on over the past, however long it's been as a non-drinker and go, I freaking crushed it. Like I've done so many awesome things. So it's getting busy, it's moving forward, it's getting skin in the game. And we need an exclamation mark on that one because that's massive. Which leads me to point number eight. And it's one thing that you can do is to hire a coach. So coaches can be an awesome way to get accountability, to get support, to get help. 
And it's something that I've done, like I'm about to go back to Chiang Mai. Uh, we're in Koh Samui right now in Thailand and we're going to go back to Chiang Mai. And uh, what, what I'm going to do when I'm there is I'm going to get a CrossFit coach because I've been training CrossFit for a while now. Like I really love it. I'm not going to try and persuade all you guys to do CrossFit, but it's awesome, right? It's the best thing ever. And I really want to get better at it, but it's quite hard to like learn everything. There's so much technique stuff and there's so many movements that I don't know. And I've got one buddy that like he spends all day at home. He learns it himself. He's like really gone deep into it. And not to take any credit away from that man, right? He's doing really awesome. He's super fit, like super motivated, but I'm just not willing to do that. I'd m personally, I'd much rather find an expert. I'd rather find somebody that can give me the shortcut and give me the accountability and just invest in their services. Because I truly believe that coaching is the best investment that you can make, right? Stock market up and down all the time. Real estate prices up and down all the time. When you invest in yourself, the returns are long-term because you're learning information or you're learning skills or you're developing yourself as a person, those gains last forever. They don't go away. When you invest in a coaching program, you can still get benefits from that 30 years into the future. If you, th I, I sometimes think about some of the books that I even read when I was younger. I still get the benefits of those books today. It's the same with coaching. Sure, it costs a lot more money, but the results can be a lot quicker, a lot easier. And I'm not, you know, obviously that's what I do. You know, I am a coach. I help people in the Sober Clear program. So maybe I'm a little bit biased, but at the same time, I'm not saying you need to join my program, right? You can get coaches in health and fitness, you know, business coaches, you can get relationship coaches, spirituality coaches. The, what I'm saying is, 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 is finding somebody that you resonate with that can help you with a specific problem. And for me, it was a game changer. It was very scary the first time I bought into a coaching program because it was, you know, it's multiple thousands of dollars more often than not. And that's a commitment, but I'm getting skin in the game. I'm building something. I'm, I'm getting into a state of mind where if I was to drink again, you know, there's tens of thousands of dollars invested in coaching programs. There's all of this progress. And if I was to drink again, I'm destroying just years of hard work. So it ain't going to happen. Hope that makes sense. Now, the ninth tip that I've got for you is to just aim for 1% better every day. Now, quite often, you know, when we start the journey, it can be a bit overwhelming. There's people like me that are on, on YouTube saying, do this, do that, make this better, make this better. But it's like, where do I start? You know, I might not be fit and healthy right now. I might be at ground zero. I might not have a business right now. But the trick is, is it's all about you and your journey. There's no pressure, but you just want to aim to get a little bit better every single day. And that might mean for now, it's just making a few better food choices. It might just be going for a walk. It might just be getting eight hours of sleep a night. And what happens is if you just aim to get a little bit better every single day, it compounds. Things start compounding pretty damn quickly. And after you've done that for a couple of years, you will look back and you will be like, I don't even recognize myself anymore. If I think about who I was three years ago when I started my journey as a non-drinker, I had very few skills, not, no, no confidence. I wasn't in a relationship. I was living in a place that I didn't even want to live in. And just by aiming to get a tiny bit better every single day, I now look back at my life and I'm like, there's all these new skills. There's all of these new friends. There's, there's, you know, I'm doing... CrossFit now and stronger and, and just so many great things have happened, but it didn't start like that. It was, you know, momentum. It's all about building that momentum a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Because at the end of the day, this journey is not about what everybody else is doing. It's about you. It's your journey. You're on this path. So you go at the pace that you feel comfortable with. And here's just a great kind of motto to live by. And the final tip that I've got for you is whatever it is that you're trying to do right now is just, this is so hard to write now, but it's just to start whether you're at a point where you're still kind of reframing the way you view alcohol, you're still trying to put the pieces together and you're trying to do that now and you 
and you're kind of putting off the point where you go all in, just start. If you're at a point where you're already all in, you're building things and you might be, you know, thinking about starting a business, thinking about getting back to the gym, thinking about a relationship stuff, thinking about family stuff, whatever it is that you've been putting off right now, just start. Make today the day that you make a humongous change. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.